Hello, and welcome to our Lighthouse podcast. We hope that this message brings inspiration and intent to your day. Well, today we are going to continue our series on You Can Always Count on God. Uh, The past few weeks we've been in this series, and I found it so helpful, and I pray that it's been blessing you as well. And if you've missed some of those, uh, some of the messages, you can go back. Our podcasts are awesome. Uh, I love it. I'm at the gym. I've got my podcasting or walking and listening to the messages. But a few weeks ago, Andy, Andy spoke on how God, you can always count on God because he brings chaos into order. And then last week, Pastor Paul spoke about how you can always count on God because he has anointed us with a purpose. And today we're going to be continuing that thought that you can always count on God because he works with us. You know, he doesn't just bring chaos into order, give us an anointing, give us his power and his presence and then just leave us. No, God works with us. So we're going to be talking about that today. Uh, He works with us to display his love, his character to the world around us. He works with us to live a life of virtue that's different to the current culture that we find ourselves in. And how do we do that? It's not everyone's favourite word, but it's living a life of perseverance. Everyone say perseverance. Now, perseverance might not be your favourite word, but as we explore it today, we're going to see how God really is going to bless and move our church forward and move our our culture and move uh, this current state of the world that we find ourselves in. We're going to move our church forward in this as we live out our life in perseverance. Uh, You know, like, I don't know how you've been feeling about, uh, you know, we've heard the statistics of the current culture. We're living in more of this post-Christian culture at the moment, uh, where we're living in this place where people don't always take on, they might take on bits and pieces of the faith that they want to hold on to. But today we're going to be talking about how actually when we live with a foundation of faith, when we live with God working with us, that we are going to see the church move forward. Who wants to see the church move forward today? You know, we want to live a life of influence, don't we? We want to live a life of impact. And I believe that we're going to do that as we work forward as a church in perseverance. So today we're going to talk about a few things. We're going to talk about training. Who uh, loves to exercise? Anyone out there loves to train? I, I'm a bit of a, a bit of an exercise girl. And so we're going to talk about a few different ways of training. We're going to look at a church that actually had to work through perseverance in the New Testament. And I'm going to ask you a few questions today to reflect on because I don't want it just to be about the words that come out of my mouth today. I want the Holy Spirit to be prompting in you and reflecting in your journey how God is working in you. So I'm going to ask a few questions. Uh, But before we do that, I'm going to pray for us and then let's get into it. So God, we thank you that you are with us today. God, I thank you that already we've been able to hear about how you are moving your church forward. But God, today I pray that your Holy Spirit might remind us of what of how you are working with us, how you're working through us. I pray that today, God, you give people a foundation of faith this morning to move forward in and in and around their community, their family, their workplace, their business, God, that we will work, you will work with us to move our faith forward in this current culture and climate. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, turn to the person next to you. I like a bit of interaction. It's the, oh, the teacher in me. So ask the person next to you, what is your favorite way to train? What's your favorite exercise? All right, let's take a bit of a survey. Does anyone just hate exercise? Just be honest. Let's start that. Yeah, all right, there's a few. <laughs> 
Who's the gym junkies? Hand up all the people that love the gym, love to do the strength training, muscle chin-ups. Yeah, bit of gym junkies out there. Who loves the core work? Who's a Pilates, yoga, strength, foundation? We've got Dev, yeah, of the back, good. Who um, just loves to be in nature? Anything in nature, bushwalking, yes, at the back. Uh, maybe mountain bike riding, ocean swims, yeah, just to be in nature. How about team sports? Who's our team sport people out there? Good. So we are, we're going to look at how these training help us understand perseverance and, uh, and understand about how uh, God is a trainer and he helps us to live a life of perseverance. But there was a church in the, in the New Testament and we're going to look at that church first. Uh, this is the church of Colossae. Everyone say Colossae. Did I say that right? Colossae. Everyone say Colossae. The church in Colossae. And uh, the church in Colossae actually teaches us about this idea of perseverance. See, Paul wrote this letter to the church. And uh, Colossae uh, was a similar, it was in a similar climate that we are in today, that we find ourselves in today. And Paul wrote this uh, letter from prison. And it speaks to the importance of Christ. So in this time that Colossae was in, there was lots of philosophies. It was these ideas of humanism that the people were exploring. And uh, this letter actually keeps reminding them, keeps bringing them back to the supremacy of Christ. It keeps reminding them of the power of Christ to equip the church to move forward. That's what we want, isn't it? We want to equip ourselves to move forward. Uh, And so this letter reminds us of the burning hope that we have to carry our faith through despite the circumstances that we find ourselves in. So if you have your device, if you have uh, your Bible with us or you can watch on the screen, we're going to go to Colossians chapter 2 verse 6. It says, so then just as you received Christ Jesus as Lord, continue to live your lives in Him, rooted and built up in Him, strengthened in the faith as you were taught and overflowing with thankfulness. See to it that not one, no one takes you captive through hollow and deceptive philosophy, which depends on human tradition and the elemental spiritual forces of the world rather than of Christ. For in Christ... All the fullness of the deity, the the Father, Son, Spirit, lives in bodily form. And in Christ, you have been brought to fullness. He is the head over every power and every authority. I love it. Brings us back. Keeps bringing us back to the supremacy of Christ. So hand up all the gym junkies out there. All right, maybe we can do some muscles, show off your muscles. No, that's okay. Gym junkies, we understand. uh, Gym junkies know that we need a trainer uh, because it actually takes a process to form the muscle, doesn't it? It takes a process to sculpt and to to build that muscle. It doesn't just happen overnight. Uh, Gym junkies know actually that they uh, they need to develop their technique. They need to eat the proper food. Uh, You need to rest your body. And the muscle doesn't just form overnight. It takes months often of hard work, of hard training. And you need protein. I've learned all about protein working here at Lighthouse. Uh, in case you need some protein tips, he's not here this morning, but see Zane. He, he's got all the tips on protein, even how to make protein pancakes I learned this week. So there you go. Uh, but actually, uh, our gym junkies know that it's a process. And God is in the process. God loves to work with us. And he is with us in that continual refining, that continual shaping, that continual molding of our character, molding who we are. So God doesn't promise us a life without trial and hardship. Actually, whether you believe in him or not, we are going to come across trial and hardship. But the one thing that we do get to choose 
is are we going to invite God into that trial and hardship? See, just like the perfect gym trainer, God knows that we need a need to be with us in the process. God wants to be with us in our developing and shaping our character. See, despite the hardship, he is working. And he is working in that hardship to develop your strength and your, resili- in your resilience, moulding your character, shaping who you are. That's easy words to say, isn't it? Those people who might be in a season today, in a time uh, where you are, you are in it, you know, you're in that time of hardship and that trial. I want to just remind you today that God is in it with you. And a question for you to reflect on this morning is how is he shaping you through this? How is he shaping your character? So Paul reminds the church of Colossae in this. He says in verse um, verse 6, he said, So then, just as you received Christ Jesus as Lord, continue to live your lives in him, built in him, strengthened in him as you were taught, and overflowing with thankfulness. So we can't actually be strengthened in our faith without that testing of our character. We can't actually be strengthened without learning to persevere. I think God was helping Colossians shift their perspective and he wants to do the same to us today. That we are going to go through hardship. We are going to find ourselves in trial. But are we going to find ourselves planted in him, strengthened in him, strengthened in what God has for us? In him, God will shape us. He will mold us. He will will grow in our character and our faith. God wants to build resilience in you so that despite your circumstances, Christ will be reflected in you. People are watching you, you know that? Every person here is, a, is an influencer, you know? Every person here is. People are watching you. They're going to see how God is working in you and through you, despite what you're going through. So let's hold on to it, that faith. So let, a question to reflect on today, you might want to write down, take it into your week this week. Where is God building resilience in your faith? And what is he trying to teach you in this season? So where, is, is, where in your life is God, in, God building resilience in your faith? And what is he trying to teach you in this season? All right, who's our core strength people out there? Who loves yoga? Who loves Pilates? Uh, I know Pastor Deb down the front there, she put her hand up before. She often comes into work after doing early morning Pilates class. Love it. Our Pilates people, they understand that you have to um, develop a strong core. You need to uh, actually spend time working and strengthening your core so that actually it helps all the rest of the parts of your life. See, the best surfers I've learnt, the best rock climbers, the best dancers, they actually have to develop their core strength and I actually had to find this out the hard way so I love um, I love exercise love going to the gym but I, I, I rushed back to it too quickly I'd had Asher my four-year-old now and um, I just wanted that you know a little bit of me time and so I rushed back to the gym a little bit too quickly I think he was about nine months old um, and I'd I was back here at church one of my most embarrassing mornings at church not many people got to witness it uh, except Steve, Steve Hudson, is he here today? Maybe, anyway. Uh, so I was walking um, up, the sk- church, up the stairs to go up to kids' church to set up for the morning and 
my back, as anyone with lower back issues knows that feeling, my back just walking up a stair, just all seized up and I couldn't hardly move. I had to shuffle my way back down the stairs. I shuffled my way back into this, into the parents' room and I just lay on the floor and just lay there just like, where, what am I going to do now? Where's my phone? Can I call Andy? Uh, but Steve Hudson had seen me shuffling and uh, he actually helped me pick me up and put me into the car and then I got one of the young adults um, drove me home that day. But I'd got tried to get back into that training too early. I tried to go back to my old habits and I actually didn't have a strong core at that stage. I didn't have that strong core to help make my movements in the gym easier, to make my everyday movements easier. And I was like four weeks, I think I was out of it. And um, Andy, he knew what it was like. I don't want to go back there again. So I've had to change my training. And I know that it, it, it takes time. I want to just get in there, get a workout done. It takes time though. You've got to strengthen the core. You've got to stretch. You've got to make sure you warm up properly and you warm and you warm down properly. But that core then goes into all the parts of my life. Uh, so the core strength, our core strength helps us with every aspect of our life. God is working to develop us at our very core, at our very foundation. He wants to help us make our, our best choices for, choices for our future self. Do you know in the now, God is crafting your best future? Right now, God is crafting your best future. And it's the decisions that we make in the now that are going to help us have that core foundation of strength for the future that's to come. Well, just like the church in, in Colossae, it was, it's easy. It was easy to get swept up in the latest philosophy and, and the latest thoughts, the latest feelings, the latest opinions. And I can see that happening today. I can see that people are choosing bits and pieces of their faith that they want to take on. They're choosing the, what might suit them or what might go with their feelings for today. But that's not that core foundation of faith. That's when we're going to slip up easily. We're going to get hurt. We're going to, uh, we're going to see future choices not be the best choice for us. But when we have that foundation of faith, we are able to have a strong core in every decision we make. Let's read in Colossians chapter 2. It says, See to it that no one takes you captive through hollow and deceptive philosophy, which depends on human tradition and elemental, elemental spiritual forces of this world rather than on Christ. For in Christ all the fullness of the deity lives in bodily form, and in Christ you have been brought to fullness. God works with us to create our best future, and he wants it to be a full life for us. When we work to develop our core strength, we are training ourselves to hold on to the best future despite our circumstances. In Christ, we have been brought to fullness. We are reminded that in Christ, we can live a full life. We try and fill our life with all different things, don't we? But it's in Christ that we're going to have a fullness. So where do you need to build to create a fullness in your life at the moment? What do you need to, what do you need to hold on to today? I feel like um, our faith often, we, we try and choose the things that we want to, but I really felt God wanted to encourage us today that we need to hold on to our faith. We ho need to hold on to our faith. Our faith actually makes us set apart. Our faith is when we are create an influence and we are an impact to other people when we hold on to our faith. Our faith actually helps us to respect other people. Our faith actually helps us to choose to stay sober 
I'm not saying don't have a drink, but choose to stay sober. Our faith helps us to honour our partner and honour our marriage. Our faith helps us to respect our children. Our faith helps us to wait, to wait for the right choice, wait for the right partner, wait to sleep together in marriage, wait for the right job, wait for the right opportunity. When we have a fullness in Christ, we have a foundation of faith and it sets us apart for our best future. Holding on to the good will help us stand out. The key to the church moving forward, we are being watched, aren't we? The key to the church moving forward is holding on to our fullness in Christ. Let's live a life of influence and impact as we hold on to that fullness of Christ. Josh got to be an, an awesome podcast. I encourage you to, to go and listen to it. Uh, it's, it's on our Instagram page on Lighthouse if you want to find out how to get there. But Josh is a great example of how he lives a life of influence and impact. See, it just someone from our community and has come beside Josh and, and he loves the way Josh is leading. Uh, he's influencing in leadership and his faith and in his chaplaincy. And that's such a great example of how where people are watching us and the world is watching us and how we can help them move forward in their faith as we live in a fullness that God has for us. Charlotte, as she lives in the fullness that God has for her, she's going to lead, she's going to impact her friends around her, her school. Uh, she's leading an influence as she holds on to that fullness of Christ. Thanks for sharing your story this morning, Charlotte. See, that's how our church moves forward when we see the fullness of Christ lived out. So what is God prompting in you, to, in you today that you need to realign? What is God prompting in you that you need to hold on to the fullness of your faith? The last way that God helps us understand our perseverance is through that idea of team sports. Who's our team sports people out there? Yes, love it. So I, I loved playing netball. Netball, is anyone out there netball? Netball, I'm not, woo, we're getting a few, woo. Uh, netball uh, was my sport growing up and now my daughter's playing netball and I find it really hard to be that mum on the sideline. Um, I've become that parent that's like, you know, calling things out and then being like, no, don't do it, Elise. Uh, I'm that parent on the sideline. But my auntie, she's, um, so I've come from a great heritage of netballers. My auntie is, uh, she was like selector for the Ringai Netball Association. And she actually told me that people that were playing in the Commonwealth Games, the netball team, she's trained them. Uh, so, so my auntie is this heritage of netball. And she came to watch Audrey and I'm standing doing my mum thing, calling out to her and she goes, Elise, she said, stop. When you call out to her, you distract her from reading the game. You distract her from, from encouraging her other players and understanding how, the importance of the team in netball. And uh, thanks, Sunny Debbie. Uh, See, our team sport people out there, you understand that we need to use the strength from the people around you uh, in order to, to help the game move forward. Uh, you know that we actually need to work together. And I feel like that's a reminder for us today as well, that we need to use the strengths of each other around us in order to help our faith move forward. And when we choose to hold on to the good, when we choose to have that core strength, that foundation of faith, when we choose to hold on despite our circumstance, we encourage the people around us, both in our community here, we encourage them to hold on to their faith, but we also encourage our, our community out there, what is different about them? I want that. They want the fruit that is coming for our life as we hold on to the foundation of faith. 
So God will work with us in our calling, in the appointment he has for us. He promises to do that, but it's not just about you. It's not just about you to be an influencer. We have enough influencers out there. It's actually um, about God is using that anointing, anoint, anointing and that appointment for the people out there, the people in your workplace, the people in your community, the people in your family. God is working with you because he's crafting the best future to bring others on the journey. Our church is going to move forward when they stop and they notice, and they see the fruit that's coming from our life. So let's uh, work together. Let's work together to encourage each other in our connect groups. Let's encourage each other in our prayer that we have for each other. Let's encourage each other in our kids' church, in our youth, in serving together. But let's not let it stop here. God needs us to use our faith to make an impact and an influence to see the church move forward in this current culture and climate. He has a purpose for us as a church. And Lighthouse, I believe we're going to stand out. We already are in the way that we can, we can influence and impact building communities again. But let's be the church in Wollongong that people notice because we're moving forward. We're, we're creating great fruit in our community. So let me pray for us today, but I want to finish with Colossians chapter 3. It talks about this beautiful picture of peace, this beautiful idea of peace that comes as we work together as a community. It says, let the peace of Christ rule in your heart, since as members of one body you were called to peace and be thankful. Let the message of Christ dwell in you richly as you teach and admonish one another with wisdom from the Psalms, as we sing songs from the Spirit, singing to God with gratitudes in your hearts. And whatever you do, whether in word or peace, so word or deed, do it all the same for Jesus Christ, giving thanks to God the Father through Him. The church will move forward when we persevere in our faith and we encourage each other as a community to walk in peace. And as we were in worship this morning, I just felt like I wanted to encourage our, our plus 55s out there that, that you guys, you have lived a life of perseverance. You are here today. Our church is built on you guys today on the faith that you have and the, the way that you've held on to your faith. So thank you to all those that have gone before us in faith that are here today, that are praying for us, that are helping lead us, that are, we look to you and we see the fruit that's come from your life. And we just want to say thank you for the way you guys have persevered in faith. Let, let us pray this morning and then I'm going to come up and pray specifically for a few groups of people today. God, we just thank you for your goodness. God, we thank you that we know that a life in you creates great fruit, God, that you want the very best for us. God, I pray today that people will be reminded of what it is to live a fullness of faith in you, God. I pray that this this fullness in Christ will then go out, God, that will go out to impact our family, our friends, our community, the people that we meet in our Monday, God. I pray today that you will work richly in us today to move your church forward in this current culture, God. You want to see your church move forward. So we pray today that you will use us to live a life of influence and impact despite our circumstances. You will meet us and move us forward. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening. Please connect with us at adifferentlight.com.au or join us at one of our Sunday gatherings.